it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. Even as winter draws on, we can all feeling spring draw near. For this week's Rain and Shine, I'm going to read from A Brief Outline of Basic Astronomy for the Calendar by Richard Molshall and Sherry Wildfuller, taken from Stella Natura 2023. When we look up into the heavens, be it day or night, there is movement and change. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west each day. The stars likewise follow in this daily arc and change in terms of their visibility over the course of the year. Far slower is the gradual west-to-east migration of the traveling stars, the planets. To help us understand these movements better, we can imagine, as our ancestors did, that the globe of our Earth is nestled inside a celestial sphere or globe upon which are etched the stars, the constellations, and around which the planets travel. This heavenly sphere has a north and south pole as well as an equator, taking their positions from the same locations on Earth, projected into space. The celestial sphere appears to make one complete rotation on its polar axis every 24 hours, carrying with it all of the stars, the sun, the moon, the planets, and giving us night and day. As the sun moves across the sphere, it rises four minutes later than the stars which accompanied it the previous day. The sun, moon, and planets have their own independent movement from west to east. The path of the sun around the celestial sphere is called the elliptic because on it, ellipses can occur. The moon and all the planets closely follow this path. The point where the sun rises moves north of east in the summer and south of east in the winter. When the sun reaches that part of the elliptic that crosses the celestial equator, sunrise is due east and sunset due west, and day and night are of equal length. This takes place twice a year, about March 21st and September 21st. Because of the equal night all over the world and equal day, the event is called equinox. In between these dates, the sun moves above the celestial equator, giving the northern hemisphere summer, then back to the equinox in autumn, and below the celestial equator, giving the northern hemisphere winter. In the furthest extremes of its northerly and southerly movements, the sun seems to stand still before moving back. These moments occur around June 21st and December 21st. Because the sun appears to stand still on those days, each of these days is called the solstice. Sol equals sun, stis makes stand. At the summer solstice, the day is longer than the night. In winter, the night is short and the day is long. As the sun moves across the sky, it travels through 12 traditional zodiacal constellations. A constellation is a grouping of stars usually identified with or being attributed to some pattern recognized by our ancestors. While our ancestors didn't connect the dots to form pictures as we do, they experienced the presence of beings standing behind the stars. The stars were viewed as markers to indicate that place where Orion or Hercules or someone else had dwelt. Twelve of these dwelling places are spread out along the elliptical and form the zodiac, the circle of animals, since most of the constellations represent animals. I hope you've enjoyed this reading by Rachel Moshal and Sherry Wildfuller, and I hope that you, as you look out at the dark sky at night, can contemplate the varied ways in which we circle around each other. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. 
To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.